and gentlemen, and welcome to Mom's Movie Night Podcast with your host, Daniel, and my mom, Nora. Hey, everybody. Here we are, back in the saddle. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And this week, we are fortunate enough to have another guest on our program today. He is not only a service member for our beloved Air Force of the United States Army, or Air Force, sorry, and he's also a great ambassador of Halloween. So we'll probably have him again for a Halloween episode. Our two people. But he is our very own cousin. Yes. My cousin, my mom's nephew, Tony Vasquez. Welcome, welcome. So this is one of your favorite movies of all time? Uh, It's it's definitely up there, for sure. Yeah, I definitely say top ten. Oh my yeah. goodness! This is the first time I've seen this movie, and what? The first, yes, never. I heard about it, but I thought, nah, dude, too corny. So <laughs> before we get into it, the movie uh-huh. that we are going to be talking about today on just so happens, yeah. I planned this out on September 11th, right? Oh, that we watched, man. that we that we watched <laughs> and discuss the film Team, Team America. America. World police, <laughs> fuck yeah! So, oh because of his military experience, uh, we thought that he would be a great guest to have uh, on this day. Um, and this movie, as he said, is one of his favorites. So, um, what do you remember about this movie when you first saw it? And did this have any uh, recruiting influence, <laughs> influence on decision? You? And oh, for your service, baby. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't really have any influence on that. It was just like, uh, you know, I grew up watching South Park with my dad and, you know, Matt and Trey are geniuses when How it comes to... How old were you? Uh, this movie came out in 2004, so I was, let's see here, let me do some math. Three Six... teens? Or teens? Teens. I graduated from high school in 05, so yeah, you were... Just nice. So teenagers, so The Simpsons was pretty cool to you, especially watching it with Dad. South That's Park. Cool. South Park. I'm sorry. Yeah, this movie puts The Simpsons to shame. Oh yeah. <laughs> Controversy that The Simpsons had. South Park creators, they did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was more like who did who was not offended from this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And the the thing about it is this movie cannot be made today. There's no. no- no way. <laughs> the parodies and the, the politics in it and everything was, I tell you, as soon as I, I started it, I said, what the hell is this? I was more surprised than the actual producers of the movie when they first watched it because when they have that marionette, like real, like the very beginning scene, you think, oh, shit, is this what it's going to look like? I heard that the executives um, paying for the movie said, oh, man, we got fucked. Because they thought it was that cheap. <laughs> yeah, and it turned out to be a prank, you know. And uh, <laughs> but they incorporated in the scenes. So yeah, it it's the very, funny. very first scene of the movie. But yeah, just to kind of how she said, I don't think a lot of people expected or knew what this movie was about when it first came out. Because you yeah. were just like puppets, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, but it was so funny because of the plot, you know, and the puppets themselves. It was like really. I mean, I remember the Thunderbirds, I mean, you know, back in early, early, you know, 50s or that, 
what inspired the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, as my cousin just mentioned, uh, this is a movie that's kind of like South Park meets the Thunderbirds. So for <laughs> anybody that doesn't know what the Thunderbirds is, it's like a puppet British sci-fi uh, TV show that was like in the yeah. 1960s, like 1964 through 66. But I had no idea about that until I started researching uh, this movie. But mm -hmm. as a quick synopsis, right? Uh, Broadway actor recruited by the an elite counterterrorism known as Team America. Uh, <laughs> this guy, Gary Johnson, has to join uh, this team to fight uh, terrorism, <laughs> to fight celebrities. He fights falling in love. And it's just uh, ridiculous because the Captain, uh, sorry, Team America, they go around and they fight terrorism around the world. But as they do, they like fuck shit up, okay. <laughs> like in every country and every place that they go. Yeah, so that's just kind of like a little short bit of what it is. But essentially, this is 2004, like the height of, um, you know, America's involvement in the Middle East with wars like in Iraq and Afghanistan. There is uh, uh, Kim Jong-il is in here, the leader of South <laughs> Korea, the father of modern day Kim Jong-un. And you know all like the rogue and the stuff the master the mastermind behind all the terrorists in this movie. Oh, spoiler! Uh, oh yeah, yeah. At this point, we kind of spoiler every funny, movie funny, we funny. see. Well, what are your favorite parts about this movie? What do you like about this movie? The language, I bet. So I love the soundtrack. The soundtrack <laughs> of the movie is great. I mean, yeah. the whole America World Police song is you know it's on so many things america fuck yeah like it's this is great yeah i like the music yeah too. that i heard that the in that song alone they say the word fuck 37 times yeah. <laughs> no i i really like the action i mean you know it's fake and all but i mean the bombings you know when they're fighting the dog fights up in the you know it's so it's so funny like you don't picture it in like you know the muppets and shit like that you know it's so old school artistry as far as you know those puppets themselves and all it's crazy I, that's what i liked about the movie the action it was funny like uh the panthers towards the end of the movie you find out they're just black cats <laughs> yeah just black cats that was great yeah so good what do you think of uh just the idea of them like the south park guys being as bold to do this in marionettes instead of like either in the south park animation or just like in live action yeah. so i remember seeing an interview about them saying how they would never do it again because it was so difficult to work with the puppets and how expensive the production was with the puppets like there's a Oh, damn, I forgot what it was. Like some little gun minifigure was, was the Uzi. hundreds of dollars to make. Uh, yeah, the Uzi that they used in the film cost like a, it was like a thousand dollars a piece of those fucking little guns. <laughs> like, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. Everything was so out there. I also heard like that the two creators, even though they worked together on South Park for so many years, that this movie alone, like they were starting to like hate each other and not wanting to work on another movie again just because of how many hours you had to put in a day with each other with like the puppeteering and the, the rewriting. And... <laughs> yeah. They've actually done another movie together since then. I know they came out with uh, the Book of Mormon, the musical, which was another yeah. great bit that they did. 
But I think this might have been their last movie together. I mean, they're still together. They're still partners. South Park is still going strong, what, 25 plus years later? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, this whole movie was um, filmed in uh, Culver City, California, in a warehouse. Did you ever, did you ever watch, what's that other movie that they did? The baseball one or? um... Oh, uh, Basketball, yeah. (laughs) I forgot when that came out. That might. That That was earlier, for sure. Yeah, that's an, that's another good one. Uh, they came out with the South Park movie, which was I think shortly before this one, Bigger, Longer, Uncut, and they ran into a lot of problems with that movie, trying to get that movie just even rated. That I was surprised that this movie even got a, a rating, which I'm sure was like what rated R, maybe NC seventeen, yeah, something like that. For sure. Yeah, they that... had to trim it. They had to trim it because um, it was too long, and they had to. I think they tried to. Remake it nine different times before the the studio said, "Okay, that that would be rated R instead of N or whatever." Yeah, that originally that it was going to be NC seventeen, but they had to edit a lot of the puppet sex scenes. <laughs> yeah, like positions wasn't enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not surprised that one had to get cut a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they cut that oh one. God. And for uh, a first time viewer of that scene, I was like, "Are you serious?" It just <laughs> I was I was looking at it, checking that out and thinking this is going on too far and it's too graphic. <laughs> it just kept getting more graphic. Yeah, but you're watching that shit. <laughs> but just like, oh man, how how going back to your earlier point of how this movie would not be able to be made again. Mm-hmm. And one example is just the um puppet of like Matt Damon. I was reading how they want they actually intended Matt Damon to sound all like sophisticated and stuff. Uh, that's so much like internet like memes and drama for Matt Damon for years. Just yeah, I know. Damon. Yeah. <laughs> he probably still gets it. Oh yeah, I'm sure he does. But then, oh, he's a great actor. <laughs> oh, he's great. No, yeah. And um apparently a lot of these actors uh were encouraged like to have them show this movie like George Clooney and like Matt Damon like George Clooney was said something along the lines that he would be offended if he wasn't portrayed in this movie you yeah. know um but just like the use their abbreviation of like the film the actors guild <laughs> no chance I'm like oh my god but that was funny how they incorporated all those actors and uh, the storyline was hilarious, man, for sure. But the vulgarity, man, they cuss a lot in this movie. And I was like sitting there thinking, my granddaughter watched this a couple of days ago. I don't think it's appropriate, man. <laughs> well, I read something along the lines where like in um, here in the United States, yeah, they were having a hard time between NC-17 and Rated R. But in Europe, that yeah, they were they promoting it, that they were yeah, like, it's, kid-friendly. yeah, a kid friendly family <laughs> movie. They have a much better view of society over there. Wow. Yeah. So, you living out there, did you enjoy that area? How many years were you living in Europe? Uh, I lived in Germany for eight years and I miss it every day. And what was like the movie scenes or what, how, like, how often would you see like American cinema out there? Oh. What? All, all the time. So the movies they premiered there, maybe even a week earlier than they did in the states. Awesome, awesome. 
And did they ever do like any, uh, you know how like they changed the name? Do you remember any like movies in which they- Titles? <laughs> change the names of anything? No, they did change a couple names. I forgot what, the, like Frozen had a different name. I think it was like Ice Princess or something. Yeah. For the most part, everything was, you know, this is the same stuff. Just the subtitles usually. Like in regards to the movie, like Team America, <laughs> World Police, do you feel like since this was made in 2004, you feel like a lot of the plot and like that Team America kind of like pride and nationalism can yeah. be related today? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I don't think uh, that kind of pride and, you know, gung-ho nationalism ever went away with, with the crowd that this movie was trying to, you know, play to. It's still very much there. Like, you know, you got the ultra nationalist military side, and then you have the ultra liberal Hollywood side that they just, they mesh so well in this movie being parodied together. Right. That's what I was thinking too, of how just so relevant it is to this day. You know what I mean? Going back to what we were talking about as far as like the whole cancel culture and things like that, you know, a lot of that is due to like that whole Hollywood kind of scene, you know, in terms of easily being offended by things and you know like uh the way that they could be judgmental on uh like either government or military actions and everything like that you know it's so so it's so susan surrendered <laughs> right? i loved how they put her in the the one that was really dumb you know to fucking them up you know what i mean she was like the damsel in distress but she was just faking it <laughs> yeah, and only are. another actor would you know that's what i i thought this movie was hilarious i really did just the actors that they had in general you know what i mean like very well-renowned ones sean Penn, jackson samuel L. jackson yeah and that they got the director of photography that made the matrix and so uh that's why you kind of see that scene where it's Samuel L. Jackson and he's just like, if you, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? If you're going to hit me, hit me, you know what I mean? And like, they kind of incorporate some like Matrix scenes in the movie to kind of give homage to that guy in the Matrix, which was really big. Lawrence Fishburne. And then people would come up to Samuel L. Jackson and say, hey, yeah. And he goes, nah, dude, that was me. Because <laughs> after this movie, that's who they thought it was. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, some of the way they make the puppets move, I mean, they're puppets, right? So, yeah, you expect them when they're walking to, you know. But, I mean, the dancing scenes also. But when um, they're doing the, you know, martial arts, it's so, like, fakey, oh, yeah. you know. I mean, you can't get a chop, you know what I mean, or a block just because the stiffness of the arm and shit. So the way they were moving during that scene was hilarious, man. I was like, God damn, really, bro? <laughs> yeah, they just kind of, like, they're very intricate <laughs> in like everything that the Muppets do, but when it actually comes to hand-to-hand -hand combat, they're just like dragging them. <laughs> dragging them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's hilarious. Hilarious. I heard these puppets were only 22 inches tall. That's how tall the puppets were. Oh, wow. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff that they incorporated in the movie were like, items from your house you know yeah. like apparently the nail clipper there's a nail clipper on the belt on all of the team's uh, uniforms and then the cobblestones in Paris or fucking croissants or some shit you know to make it look like that there's certain things that to you know make you realize how small they really were it's pretty cool do you have any other scenes that just jump out to you 
I like the cockroach at the end. <laughs> Killed, leaving room for a sequel. Oh, dude. <laughs> um, what else really? Uh, but all the monuments is getting accidentally blown up. It's definitely like a key part of the movie. For sure, for sure. Yeah, all the pyrotechnics. I heard that in the Michael Moore scene. The suicide bombing? Yeah, the yeah. suicide bombing. That they actually put like ham inside yeah. the puppet to kind of Make give more of effect. Yeah, those puppets were hilarious. I mean, they were graphic, but you knew they were, you know, puppets. But still, they looked funny. <laughs> they looked real funny. My favorite scene was uh, the vomit. The vomiting scene was all... You know, Never. Yeah, and that um, that scene that it was like a combination of soup and beer. Yeah. And then I was wondering at the end you. that it was actually um, I think it was one it's of the like I, beans or something. I think it was Matt Stone, I believe, or Trey Parker. I forgot which one it was. Matt Stone, I think, the blonde one. But that was actually him laying in the puddle like in the scene <laughs> to kind of make it look more like real or yeah because that puddle was huge I mean, like, I that, oh. yeah if it's one thing i can't stand watching in, on film is people throwing up like throw up scenes to me i gag all the time but this one at first i was like yeah i've been there i've been walking out of when he walks out of the bar and stumbles through the whole place i mean i saw myself back in the 80s doing that shit you know that's just a family tradition <laughs> <laughs> but when he starts throwing up I'm like yeah I've been there but then the excessiveness of it all you know uh, <laughs> it was extreme That's like it just was. never ended you know <laughs> but that final scene when he's laying on the puddle it's like god darn that's fucking hilarious. So we do uh, a rating system, right? And we've kind of based it off of like how hot, like spicy chili is, you know? Okay. So it'd be like one chili is like, it's not funny. You know what I mean? It's not, you can't taste anything. It sucks, right? It's like grass. Two, it's like, oh, you know, it's mild, you know, but it's, yeah, it's not, it's got it. some flavor, you know? Three is like, oh, it's pretty good. You know, it's, it's some good salsa Perfect. right there. It's chili, it's good, you know? Four, right? It's like a little extra spicy, but you yeah. kind of... You keep eating it because it's so damn good. You know you're going to hurt, but it don't matter because it's so damn good. And then five is... Yeah, don't eat it or you're going to go to the restroom with a nice pack. But it's but that's a good thing. <laughs> that just means it's delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. Super, super delicious. That you could... You, you want to watch it again as fast as possible, as much as it hurts, just because you love it so much. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, this movie is definitely Carolina Reaper hot, man. As, as hot as you can. Get. <laughs> All right, you ready to fight? Yes. Hell yeah! You know what? I, I was iffy about the rating myself because, like I tell you, I've never watched this movie ever, and I had time to like perspective and all that. But just the, the vulgarity, the mm -hmm. sexy for sure. I mean, that was hilarious, and then um, the soundtrack. The, soundtrack, the, soundtrack. the music, yeah, the music, the parody, the montage, and the, I mean, everything. It was, it was pretty good. I would give this one a four, actually. Definitely mm -hmm. four. And for the first time, you were, you know? Because it <laughs> yeah, was who, funny. It was guys who make South Park would uh, come out with a Team America movie with another great soundtrack. And then they hit Broadway with the Book of Mormon, which won multiple Tony Awards. You know, their, their soundtracks are just always on point. Cool. 
Yeah, you're right. Did they win an Oscar for the South Park movie for their <laughs> best song? Sure, they did. You know that movie was great. Yeah, and I'm sure they won a lot of like uh, Tonys for that uh, Tony. Um, <laughs> for a the, lot of your statues. <laughs> yeah, for the Book of Mormon too. So you're probably you're right on that aspect. You know, what I mean, I think the soundtrack is definitely one of the crowning achievements of this movie, and the fact that it's like one of the better like puppet movies ever made of all time. You know. I actually just watched the new Pinocchio movie yesterday and this that fucking movie doesn't have anything on like this movie when it comes to like marionettes and puppets you know like it was oh wow it's just so impressive so as they far beat as... out Disney huh oh yeah <laughs> not surprising right but just the craftsmanship yeah. that was put into it just the comedy and the writing that was put into it and the fact that it is puppets uh, like I said, they got the the director of photography from the Matrix to mm -hmm. do this, you know, as as cool or ridiculous as that might seem, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and I don't know, man. I just kind of feel like this movie, based off of the topics that was, you know, at the time, at the time in two thousand four. And one of the things that I was wondering was how come they weren't um, showing like uh, like George Bush or um carry you know like in the in the time of 2004 because they said they didn't want a political idea. yeah that was another thing they said they didn't want to like politicalize the movie or whatever uh because this movie re was released like one month before the actual presidential election it came out in october of uh 2004 before the uh, like the election of george w bush you know but at the same time like this whole movie is kind of political in a way you know what i mean because it's all talking about like uh america's like involvement in world affairs and everything like that you know so yeah the world police exactly you know it's in the title so <laughs> Like you said, man, I, I just uh, it's in the title. I give it a, I'm gonna give it a five. I'm gonna give it a five. I'm with you, man. I'm gonna give it a five. It is five, huh? We'll never see the likes of it again. You know, this movie is right up there with like Tropic Thunder. How these great movies you'll almost never see them again. Like Judd Apatow has to be out of business. Like I don't think he's coming out with any more movies. Uh, and just like another point about how we'll never see it again. Another movie came out that was making fun of North Korea uh, a while ago. Oh, uh, yeah, they, yeah. With uh, and, Seth Rogen, right? Yeah, it was like shut down. Uh, Sony got hacked. The North Korean government put out all this stuff. The, the, interview, the interview. The interview. Yeah, the interview. I've never uh, seen it. <laughs> oh, have you seen that one either? That well, one's all right. It's a good one. I will. If you recommend it, uh, yes, I'll watch it for sure. But it, it parodies you know, North Korea as well. And that one has some good songs as well. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's Katy Perry, so it's always good. <laughs> you know how much um, Team America, how much it grossed in the box office? Uh, I think it was reading, what, 50 plus million? Yeah. Uh, yep. 50 million on a budget of 32 million. Yeah. Um, you know, which is respectable, but they had to use their own salary, though. Yeah, I would imagine <laughs> to make it seven million out of their own pocket to make the movie. You know, to let it 
fly like we say. It's I'm still confident though. They got that money back. Yeah, for sure. And it's a good movie. It's funny. It's funny. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, we did too. And uh, it was good to watch it. Uh, like Tony, thank you very much for Yay. participating in the podcast with us. Considering Love I know it was very last minute, but I really appreciate you joining. <laughs> I'm glad we were able to do it on a film that you really, really love. Cool. Yes. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> Thank you so much. Any last words? No, everyone should see this movie, you know? It's, yes. uh, if you're a fan of South Park and that kind of humor, you will love this movie. I mean, it's been out for, what, 18 years now? Mm-hmm. Yep, going to 20 and the two, 2021. And- Still ageless. Yes. Never forget. Never forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, so uh, that's going to be our episode for Ma's Movie Night Podcast on the film Team America World Police. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Make sure you listen to it on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, and then you can go ahead and get to updates on our social media pages. But we want to thank, on behalf of my mom Yay. and myself, uh, thank you, Tony, thank for you, Tony. joining us. We hope you... Sunday afternoons. Maybe we can make this a habit. Aye, aye. <laughs> All right, man. You guys, you have a good one. Durka Allah, Muhammad Jihad. Oh, shit. Come on, Gary. Act. You have the power. Buck, Dirk, Dirk, Allah. Dirk, Dirk, Muhammad, Jihad. Haka, Sherpa, Sherpa, Bakala. Oh, Dirk, Dirk, Dirk. Right, Gary. Told you he was top gun. I've never seen acting that good. He's amazing.